Podcast, Miami Herald's Miami Hurricanes Podcast. I'm David Wilson, joined, as always, by Susan Miller-Degnan, our Miami Hurricanes beat writer here at the Miami Herald. Susan, how's it going? It's going great, right? No news between the last time we did this yeah. and now. Uh, I don't even remember, honestly. What, I guess we did I a signing day preview. Like, oh, the Ed Reed um, thing happened that night. Yeah, like immediately, So we'll dive right? into that right away hope, here. No news um, after tonight, though. We're sitting here in Coral Gables still. Uh, it is the end of National Signing Day. Um, we just finished writing everything for the day, so we'll, we'll get to signing day stuff actually toward the end of this episode, although that ultimately kind of wound up being the biggest news of the day, um, which we kind of came out of nowhere, Miami landing, Avante Williams. Uh, like I said, we'll get to that in the back half of this episode, um, but what we really want to do today is we got our first chance um, since, first chance this year to talk to Rhett Lashley, the new offensive coordinator, Derek King, the new quarterback, and kind of most excitingly, Ed Reed, the new chief of staff, who, as we said, uh, got hired right after we recorded last week. So it was out of date quickly. Um, let's start with Ed Reed, because that was definitely like kind of the most, you know, you mentioned that it was the most people that have been at a Miami press conference probably since well, Manny think, Diaz got yeah, hired. I think, I think that was yep. mostly because of Ed Reed. People were excited to talk to him. No doubt. And, and I think it was like a you know a parade of yeah. Uh, I mean they did a good job like bringing everyone out at once. But Ed yep. Reed there kind of takes it over the top. Ed Reed, makes it definitely. Feel like a good deal. What, did, what did you think? I mean you covered him. What did you think seeing him standing up there at the podium now as a? I think he's great. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think he's great. I mean I, I think I agree with you that. I mean he he came right out and told us he's not going to do any hiring. He's not going to do any firing. He's not allowed to do any coaching, and he won't be here. A uh, whole heck of a lot, I don't think. Um, yeah, you know, he told us he has an 11 year old son who lives in Georgia, so he's in Georgia. Mm-hmm. So Ed's in Georgia now, but um, but there's no doubt that it's good for the program. Right. Um, just his stature. I love that he's he's um, very candid. He says what he feels. Um, he's a very smart, very smart man, and um, and he gets it as they say, and I, I think he's going to help. I do think he's going to help bring kids here. I if Yeah. I mean, I, don't, I know we're going to talk about Avante and stuff, but I, I think he's already, you know, had an effect on... I definitely on, don't think it hurt. Yeah. No, no and, I, and come on, the guy is so smart. He, he's, he's the kind of guy that now players are going to be able to call him up. They're all going to have a, you know... Right, a right straight line to his whatever his cell phone and stuff, and they'll, yeah. they'll he'll be mentoring and things like that. I I just think it's a it's a it's a good thing. Yeah, I, I think it was. It's actually I think something we talked about when this looked like it was maybe going to be Alonzo Highsmith's job to lose was uh, just get the guy. You know, the chief of staff was kind of this murky, undefined position. What exactly was it going to mean? I'm sure it would have meant something different if Alonzo got the job as opposed to Ed Reed getting the job. But with guys like that, just get them in the building and kind of figure it out from there. And I really think that's what they did with Ed Reed. They said, if this guy, this guy wants to come back to Miami, he's Let clearly, come back he's clearly he excited it. to be However, back. Whatever his yeah. parameters whatever his are, hours are going to be, whatever he yeah, wants his job to be, just get him in there. Maybe, he, yeah. maybe you know, so let's say this year he's in two days a week or something like he comes or comes in for like a week at a time and then leaves for two weeks and then comes for a week or something like that. Or... Less, but let's say whatever the time is. Let's say he's down here and he loves it. Mm-hmm. Like he's gonna want to be around more. So like you, you've got him in the building. Um, mm-hmm. He's obviously you know 
going to fire up the guys? Like, is it, are you going to disappoint Ed Reed if you're a safety at Miami? Are you going to possibly, like, no. and if, I, if you know that any day you could, Ed Reed could randomly, like, pop in on, while you're working out, like, are you totally. going to screw around? I, no. And, well, I, some people might, but. Yeah. I, I no, I think he's definitely going to have a, an effect on the mm-hmm. program. And you know what else? I think uh, Manny Diaz will not be threatened by Ed Reed because because Ed Reed, there's nothing he has to prove. Okay, he's right. in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He's very well loved. Um, he's really, I, I think, one of the greatest pl- football players ever. Yeah, and, he is. Uh, Best safety of all time, probably. Yeah, I mean, and absolutely nothing to prove, and he's himself. And so I just feel like whatever he tells Manny, he's, and he's smart. Like I said, he's smart in more ways than one. I mean, he's he's got a lot of common sense, and he's going to, I bet you'd talk with Manny. If Manny wants to know, have advice, Ed will give it to him straight up. Yeah. And Manny, I think, will listen, because Ed right. won't. I don't think Ed will, like... Uh, you know, put it out there, what he tells him quietly. Although you never know. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, he's not going to threaten Manny as long as, like, Manny behind the scenes is, like, doing his no, work, Ed right? No, Reed like, doesn't yeah. want to be the head coach no. here. That's but he sure. wants the head coach to be working as hard as Jimmy Johnson worked or, you know, he, or as hard as any of the past coaches yeah. he played for. Like, well, I he, think Manny does work that No, much. I think he does, too. I that's what I'm saying. Like, to get it right. Ed Reed is the guy who's going to, like, he's imposing. Like, he's intimidating as you know, as he's a friendly guy, obviously. And he's friendly, he's a, and I love that he comes with whatever the heck he was wearing. Yeah, I don't he's, know, t-shirt. He's got the big what beard. Was he wearing? Jeans. He's got I the don't cigar. Know. He didn't have it today, but I'm sure he'll have it. Um, he's chill. I, yeah, he's but he's guy. also intimidating because he's Ed Reed. You like, you know, he has a high standard for what this program is supposed to be, and you know, if you're not gonna live up to Ed Reed's standard, he's gonna let you know. Like you were saying, I mean, this all came the 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 announcement came. Pretty much 24 hours after they did that reunion special on um, uh, Fox Sports oh, right, with, with, Ray with Lewis Ed, Ray Lewis, Reggie Wayne, Reggie. Michael Irvin, and, and mm-hmm. Jimmy Johnson dropped in for a little bit. And that whole thing kind of wound up being a lot of like, this is what we did. This is what they're not doing now. They have to get back to what we did. So they, whether it was the intended message or not, the message of having that special one day and then hiring Ed Reed the next day was Ed Reed knows what we need to be right now. And we believe that he is, he is a guy that can be a piece. I think he said, I'm just a piece of the puzzle, a piece of what we need to do to get back to what we should be. Um, and, and he's going to, and he really bridges that gap. Like that, that Manny is, you know, Manny is a lifer in this program in terms of like, he's been a fan of this program for his whole life. Ed Reed is a lifer in this program and that he was, the guy, the central, probably the central guy of those early 2000s teams, right? Like, when you think of the early 2000s Miami teams as loaded as they were, Ed Reed was, like, the heart and soul of those teams. One of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there were a few of them. There were a lot, but there he were was, a few. and especially because there of really what he did after in the NFL, he is the guy that people associate with those teams, and, and he gets a lot of the credit for... There were some, actually, there were some... There were a lot, I know. Yeah, I don't want to say, I cover those teams. The <laughs> offensive line, I mean, between, uh, was amazing. They were writing yeah, features yeah. on them in the New York Times, and the and even Dorsey, and uh, 
I don't know. There were so many guys, and Dan Morgan, you know, before that. He wasn't yeah, on yeah, 2001, yeah. but 2000. I mean, they, they yeah. had some amazing players. So, um, But Ed, Ed, Ed Reed, yeah. And I think he's going to bring bring the other former Canes yeah, which on board a, for which sure. They've done a pretty they good job been. of they doing have, yeah. They have been, but, I mean, with Ed there, it's like... Uh, well, it gets all their voices on, heard, right? Up. Like... Right. These guys all pop in from time to time, whether it's for Paradise yeah, Camp do. or just showing up for a practice or whatever. Michael Irvin's obviously around a little bit because his son's on the team. Um, right. But, you know, Ed Reed, from what I gather, talks to a lot of these guys still, right? Like, it seems like he and Ray Lewis still talk to each other. Like I think they all do. Like, so whatever those guys are thinking, they'll tell it to Ed Reed. And and like you said, Ed Reed is not, like, shy. <laughs> like, he's going to have that. No. He's going to be the voice of the alumni in a lot of way. And, um, you know, I think a lot of Miami fans, whether it's, you know, the right thing or not, a lot of Miami fans want the, you know, how many times have you, like, seen people on Twitter be like, make Ed Reed the, Ed Reed the safety oh, yeah. coach? Like, Absolutely. people want that, and he is, you know, it certainly appeases the fans, and um, it seems like it could work. Because, like I said, like, yeah. if the biggest problem this program has had for the I, last I, however many years is guys, like, kind of, the bad culture, right? I think we've talked about that a lot over mm-hmm. the last year and a half or whatever we've done this podcast. He's going to I think help fix that culture. Yeah, he he's is, not going to oh, f- well, be the one guy who fixes it, but he can't hurt. Yeah, he can Manny it. Diaz said he can he can go and talk to the guys in the, yeah. in the locker room or, or on the phone. I can yeah. see phone conver- a lot of co- phone conversations. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, Ed is like I said he's very candid in his opinions and I could see him He's, I just remember, I, I guess it was, it's already been like three years ago or four years ago when he came to a practice and I'm not going to say who he was talking about, but there was a, there, there was a defensive back mm-hmm. who wasn't, uh, um, he didn't think was very good yeah. or doing very well. And he took me aside and said, who the hell is that kid or whatever. <laughs> yeah. and, and, uh, and I told him and he's like, wow. You know, he's, he stinks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's terrible to say. But what I'm yeah. saying is I think he, I think that could be interesting. Um, and then he told me some details on why he didn't think this kid was yeah. very good. But the thing is, it should be interesting when he, when and if, if and when he, he goes to Manny Diaz with that kind of information. Yeah. You know, just, I, I'd love to be a fly on the wall, as mm-hmm. they say, on yeah. how, my, how Manny reacts to that uh-huh. and stuff. But who knows? And I, I guess it is worth noting, and you can probably get this, all this info and everything we wrote today, Greg Cody has a column up about um, Ed Reed and it's coming kind back of to like, Miami. Well, I'm looking at it. It's kind of like what, what we're, we're, saying. we're just um, saying. But it's worth yeah. noting he cannot coach on the field. Um, no. And he, he and can't be out on the road for recruiting, but he no. can make phone calls, and he can yeah. talk to guys when they're on campus. So. I mean, during the big official visit weekends, he'll be in Miami, I'm sure, as long as his schedule allows it. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine? I mean, yeah. I mean, I know these kids were too young. They were too young. But he's still like the guy. It's like the same way. Like, if you talk to any of these. He was just inducted in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So they've seen that. If you talk to any of these kids in South Florida who play defensive back, they'll tell you the guy is Sean Taylor because of, you know, he's got the best highlight reel that you can find on YouTube. But they all know Ed Reed still. Like he's kind of number two for the for the safeties. He's right. the best safety of all time. Um, yep. All right, let's pivot to the other two guys we wanted to talk about. 
Uh, those two are Derek King and Rhett Lashley. Um, let's start with Derek King because the quarterback is probably the single thing we've written the most about over the last two seasons here at Miami. It's mm-hmm. been, um, in a lot of ways, like the Achilles heel of the program. Um, oh, yeah. What were your just initial impressions of Derek King today? Um... To me, he's, he's like, serious? the whole thing is, yeah, he's going to try to bring some maturity to the position. Like, we yeah. know how good I mean, he is. We know well, how talented he is. I'm a little, I'm not skeptical at all right. about Derek King. I think it was, like, fantastic. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. As I, a player. I mean, yeah, I don't know, but We don't know thing enough is, about him as a person. Yeah, I don't, I mean, he seems great. I'm just telling you, my impressions were that he seemed great, and he said all the right things, although he didn't really answer questions directly, mm-hmm. but, um, but that's okay. He's young. I don't care how old he is. He's still. <laughs> the thing is that, um, you know, I t- I've learned now, like with anything, you just don't be tricked by uh, well, no, press don't conference. Be I don't want to. You just don't know. Word, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know him yet. Yeah. I not even be tricked. I I like I like him. I think it's a. Gr- they're so lucky to have this kid, um, and I and I bet he's great. And I'm very excited to see him play. And he seems very nice. Um, and everything good. I have nothing bad to say about him other than I don't know him. Right. And yeah, so, so when, I, I, when I mentioned the the maturity see. part of it, that's clearly what Manny thinks he's getting out of well, Derek yeah, King, but right? Also, yeah, just just the idea that he's a, a fifth-year Yeah, exactly. Senior. That's what I, what I mean by he's maturity right. is he's a guy who yeah, knows what he's, he's doing. He's older and, and more, just as important, he has a draft coming up in a right. year. He has the dra- NFL draft. This is his last shot. This is his, and he said, "This is my last year." Yeah. I mean, he has got to be serious. He, he's he's a kid that's being, you know, praised all around the country, and he's in this kind of dumb but Heisman talk already. Yeah. He hasn't even played yet here, but he's done some spectacular things on the field. Yeah. And, um, broke and like a I Tim wanna... Tebow record. That's pretty good company, I, no matter what level you're Jaren, playing And Jaron Williams also was really, really good. I mean, but he's very young. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just want to, I just, I hope it pans out for Miami and I hope, uh, I hope he ends up being a good kid, you know, off the yeah. field. Yeah. Not, I mean, you know, I think what's kind of interesting to me is something actually that Manny said was, um, you know, when I when this transfer happened, I, I saw some people being like, "Wow, this is really sacrificing kind of your long term at the quarterback spot." Because obviously, Jaron has already transferred out, who I still think could be a good college quarterback. I think at times last year was a great college quarterback. Um, now, I would say the future of Tate Martell and Nikosi Perry at Miami is is certainly in question. Um, oh yeah, we. So you know, obviously, there's there's some stuff you're going to sacrifice by bringing in a, a graduate transfer quarterback who is the starting quarterback and it really sounds like there's not a really going to be a competition. Um, no, yeah, it does. But, but, I, I, but the way my, the way that Manny pitched it was, it actually helped her long-term development because now yep. Tyler Van Dyke yep. has someone to look up to. Now Peyton yeah. Matoka has mentors. someone to look up to. He said yeah. they haven't had mentors yeah, they haven't had a mentor. for years. You know, and I, I, all I can think of is Joe Burrow. I, I mean, what, what I'm saying is what you said is exactly right. But also, because a lot of people think, well, uh, graduate transfer, they're only there one year. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's just like uh, it's not really uh, fixing the right. situation. But it's it, a, is. A it is. It is. Tape over a hole in a boat or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Would LSU say that now? You know what I mean? Yeah. That it was they just had them two years, year. to be fair. But... Oh, 
Actually, you're correct. He but they have started I mean, against Miami. I'm Jalen sorry. Jalen Hurts went for one year right. at Oklahoma. And also, and there were other kids. Yeah, too. there's a lot of other I, guys. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, I think it's a, it's a great thing, and it's a trend, and yeah, it will continue. And as long as they have good guys to transfer, they're going to take them. Yeah, yeah, and again, like, but I like Miami your just point about needs, the maturity. They, need that, they needed that senior, right? I mean. Yeah, they need to see who's the how last. Hard I mean, I guess Malik was a was a fifth year senior, right? Yeah. His year he started, but again, he was a guy who was like a baseball player for part of his time. Never really had NFL and he was so aspirations. By the fans, he was yeah. just I don't know. I, but, but, so, but and then even before that, you know, Kai was three years and out. Like they haven't had that like senior potential all conference quarterback in a long yeah, time. It's true, and. And Kaya was a three-year starter, too, so it's like he was really thrown right into it. He kind of never had the mentor to look up to either. Like, this is the first time that they're kind of, like, have reestablished that, like, you start as a senior, and then the next guy starts as a sophomore or whatever and takes it, and then the next guy comes in. Like, in theory, ideally, you only need, like, two quarterbacks, at a time. Obviously, it never works out no. that way because guys get hurt. You need but three. you always kind of want to be having one guy hand off to the other you guy, hand three. off to the other guy. Yeah, I got yeah. but I'm saying at least in, three. In, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, but... I, but um, you shouldn't be having these three-way quarterback competitions, I guess is the way I'm putting it. And this year, there's going to be a, one guy, and then next year, they'll figure out who the next guy is, and then hopefully for them, that guy's the quarterback for the next couple of years. And then... After that guy, there's another guy who wins the job, and hopefully that guy's the quarterback for the next two years. So it kind right. of like re- gets them back on track, where they've been off track for the last two years, where they've had these quarterback controversies. At least now you have a guy that, I mean, I guess there's always a chance like he's terrible, and we're stuck in the same position that we saw last year. But in all likelihood, you, you've gotten back on track where finally you have a starting quarterback again for the first time since Brad Kaya. Right, and I... I, I think Manny is uh, is absolutely correct on the on on those guys being able to hopefully look up to this yeah. kid and and it, what was interesting is Manny made sure I think was it Manny or was it Lashley who made sure they brought up the name Tyler Van Dyke. Uh, I One definitely remember said, Manny bringing him saying, up. Saying uh, yeah, said, I think it was high, uh, really highly of him. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, so when Tyler Van Dyke kind of grows up yeah. he'll have a, or whatever somebody yeah. you could look up to so that kind of he made sure he threw that name out and uh yeah and we'll see and Nikosi Perry and Tate Martell I asked uh Rhett Lashley about them he said that they sure seem like they're up for the fight and they're up to to compete but that he realizes they're going to be I guess fourth year juniors yeah um, and yeah, they we'll want to get on the field soon. Yeah. yeah, we just have to see what happens. I I think, like I said before, someone's going to transfer, but that's mm-hmm. at the end of spring. But who knows? Oh, and by the way, everyone, spring February twenty ninth practice gets started, yeah. which means what spring game will be like towards that, the end of March. Is that leap year? Leap day? Yeah, it's leap day. Yeah, that's a special day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, let's yep. let's move on to Brett Lashley really quickly before we get to some recruiting stuff. Um, what were your big impressions from? I liked him. him. I thought he was again the word candid, to the point. Yeah. Um, you asked the question, and he, I like that. Um, they've had a couple offensive coordinators in a row like that now. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I just 
he, I, I like what he said. He talked about the spread and said, you know, what's what can be bad about it if you if you run a lot more plays, you have a lot more chances to score points. Yep. Um, and and the kids love it because you do the offense. You do run a lot more plays. Yeah, and you everybody can spread wants the ball around. There's 20 more touches a game. Yeah, or whatever. everybody yeah. wants to play. He said that's why they went and got Keyshawn Smith, the wide receiver. Like they just needed one how, more guy. He, then he used the the Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl. Yeah, their last drive, right, mm-hmm. with Mahomes saying once they really picked up the tempo, he said, "Look what that did." Yeah, you know how that changed things. So, um, yeah, I'm. I'm psyched up yeah to, to me he was kind of the press works. conference i feel like i learned the least from just because like he was exactly what i expected right <laughs> he said it was a fresh yeah. start he said we're gonna run fast we're gonna like it was everything i knew about he's him he's pretty savvy i mean he didn't he said he didn't want to name uh barry jackson uh was asking you know who impressed him oh yeah and he was right? like i don't want to name any barry names. likes to yeah. get all those little nuggets for a six-pack and he said uh well, I, I really don't know the guys that well, and I'm not going to name any names because yeah. sometimes it comes back to haunt you yeah. kind of thing. Put some pressures on the guy. Yeah, or... puts pressure on the guys, yeah. Or guys get annoyed that they weren't named. Right. Um, he was – I liked him, actually. Yeah. Thumbs up with him. Yeah, it was uh, – like I said, he was pretty much what I expected. He obviously preached kind of the fresh start thing for a lot of these guys, which is, um, you know, tough because it's going to be uh, – you know, it's a make or break year for Manny. You, ideally, you would like to have some oh, continuity yeah. coming in from last year, but considering how out of hand things got by the end of last year, a fresh start is definitely is uh, definitely good for everyone. I it think it is definitely make or break, and we've seen and you. I think you brought this up. Maybe we've definitely before. We've definitely seen changes in Manny already, and how he. Yeah, well, maybe I, I guess maybe we, maybe should, maybe we should uh, like yeah. quickly just talk about. Manny, because it was the first time we've talked to him, obviously. Yeah. First time since, since the bowl, the bowl game. game. Um, I mean, the big thing is, I, I I remember, I think, tweeting this after the Duke game is like, Manny's just, he, he's, we, I think we all think he's pretty smart, everyone who, like, deals with him. Oh, yeah, um, no doubt. His job this offseason was to identify everything that was wrong with this program, and he basically went out and kind of step-by-step went out and at least tried to do something to fix everything. The offense was a mess. He fires the offensive coordinator, brings yep. in the spread guy. The offensive line was horrible. He fires the offensive line coach, uh, gets a young, you know, a, a very different, you know, very different than Butch Berry, who was the stern NFL guy. He gets the uh, young, energetic players coach, uh, who also True. comes from that spread background. So, yep, it's, you know, total stylistic shift there. Um, the culture is a mess, so he gets Ed Reed to come in the building. They need a quarterback, so he gets out and, and he goes out and get De'Ara King. Right. The kicker situation is terrible, so he goes out and gets yeah, Jose right, Borregales. Um Yeah, I mean Telly Lockett He's, is that's what they haven't announced that, right? No, uh, not officially. They've not no. announced the wide receivers coach either. Coach either um, but yeah, yeah, basically, you know, we need our recruiting to be better. He goes and get. We need to recruit South Florida better. He goes and get Telly Lockett, who's kind of an ace in South Florida. Yeah, he um, really is. He done really well. just step and by step kind of checked off everything he needed to he's fix. He's done great. And of course, we'll see if it happens. If it does, fixes everything that it's supposed to. And yeah, and definitely. Well, I bet I, you just can't complain about what he's done. And also, he's in the off season. And, you can complain about what he did in the regular season. Yeah, but here's the impressive thing: other, he's actually done that stuff and not like forecasted it or whatever you call it on Twitter, yeah. like with swirling 
Yeah, he's just done the one like after. Just it's happened. When yeah. it happens, I think it he, happens. today he didn't even like tweet for the Avante Williams commitment, uh, which yeah. we'll get to in just a second. He just retweeted the Canes football announcement. Yeah, he's doing a lot of retweets and not like giving us hard when failure. The, uh, when, when the he two does transfers came, hurricane. he just tweeted after. Yeah, I, make yeah. a double or whatever. And I and his in that signing class, which I'm, it was a consensus top twenty yeah, well, on the early signing period. Am I going to? Am I go, getting ahead of ourselves? Yeah, we can we can okay. transition here. All um, right. In December, it was it was a top twenty class. I think it was like fifteen by some some sites or whatever. But when they signed eighteen, right? Yeah. Back then, yeah. But after today, um. Is amazing that Rivals Recruiting Network has them 12th nationally. 247 Sports has Miami 13th. ESPN has 24th, has them 24th, but 17th, I thought. Oh, it was 24th. Yes, ESPN has them 17th. So we got 12, 13, and 17. I mean, that's really impressive after a six and seven season. Yeah, I mean, it was right. Signing day pretty much went as well as you could have asked for for Miami. Oh, gosh, yeah. Um, I guess the only exception would be that Willie Moisey didn't sign. Um, but, you know, it seems like he'll still be in play. Well, Manny, they have an open Manny spot. Manny said today yeah. they have one spot, They have one spot right? open, and, and Willie Moisey, a three-star defensive tackle from uh, Chaminade Madonna, uh, having some academic – trying to get – basically trying to make sure he's going to qualify so Miami doesn't waste that spot. Um, yeah, unless, like, some major stud, yeah. five-star stud or something. Yeah, maybe they can says, go out and get an offensive lineman or something. Yeah. Um, but so, you know, they lock up Isaiah Dunson, which was locked right. in. Yeah. Um, a four-star cornerback from Georgia. So that's a second year in a row that Mike Rumpf has kind of made that late pull. He's kind of proved he can scramble as a recruiter, which obviously, ideally you would and like to have way, everything figured out. Ed but. Reed played with Mike Rumpf. Yeah. Okay, not bad. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's um, yeah. But then the big news was landing Avante Williams a – Elite safety from D land, uh, Under Armour All American, number one safety in Rivals rankings, and number in one ESPN, in ESPN, right? number yeah. two in twenty four seven in the country, right in the country, number forty four overall in the country in the twenty four seven Sports Composite. Uh, everyone thought he was going to Florida. They do the crystal ball on twenty four seven Sports, which is basically where all the the different beat writers can make their predictions. Fifteen uh, predictions, all for the Gators. Oh two God. of which were made earlier on Wednesday. Um, I heard he had a uh, the cake they had was blue and orange for him at his high school. Like that, You're everyone was kidding. assuming. I didn't even know that. I, you know <laughs> what? I can't wait to go through Twitter tonight and see the see what the fans from both sides, Gators and Miami fans. I can just yeah, imagine. it stunned everyone. It stunned everyone. Oh my God. Um, and it's a huge pull for Miami. Um, Manny Diaz said they found out, I guess, like about half an hour, an hour beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, they had the letter in um, before he actually, you know, he does, a lot of guys fake sign something on those signing ceremonies. Right. Um, they, he obviously yeah, they sent did. the letter in because they were able to tweet it right away. But that's, I mean, a massive win for Miami. Because oh, um, because of the Gators. Cause they beat, yeah, they beat out the Gators. Come on, the Gators have been beating Miami. Yeah. It's for a long time in recent years, right? And, With, you know, and that's kind of Gator country, that like central Volusia County, central Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, and to pull a guy out of there who's, you know, the defensive, the secondary was the biggest problem for this team last year, right? Like that was, or on defense, I mean, the biggest problem. And Avante Williams is a guy who, you know, they're 
safety they're a little bit more I think established than they are at corner but he's good enough to get on the field early um, and you know he's he's a fit and it's a, a testament to Miami's persistence a lot of people are like why are they still recruiting this guy everyone thought he was going to go to Florida that's awesome why is everyone still recruiting him and um, but he decides to come to Miami where he was actually the first member I think of the class of 2020 for Miami committed way back in 2017 now he's very possibly the last member of the class also. Yeah, that's that's pretty neat, actually. I'm looking. So uh, you're the recruiting guru, so he's number one in two sites. So why? Uh-huh. who's the five, number one? Who's no, the five-star guy? Why is he four stars? Um, yeah, well, it's I just, just you know, because I, of his position. You know, safeties are not as necessarily always valued quite as highly as like a cornerback or an offensive lineman or a defensive end. Um, you know, I don't. I don't think he's like a Sean Taylor. And I don't Ed think Reed. he's like a perfect it's, prospect by any means. Right. Um, and and he's, to me, he is a force, a high four star guy. Like that, that's about right. He's a cousin of uh, yeah, he's Lorenzo, Lorenzo Lingard's cousin who who transferred to Florida. So, so that was when people really were really like, "It's over. He's going to Florida." Um, wow. But yeah, that was a fun one that surprised everyone. And obviously, it was a good way for Miami to, to wrap up National cool. Signing Day. Um, Who's it? You no, know, he's like they're kind of physical, a little undersized, got the like bowling ball physique a little bit. Um, he's uh, a guy that impressed me a lot at the Under Armour game, also, which uh-huh. is like that was, you know, I hadn't seen him play a lot, obviously, but um, you know, the kind of the stuff he did there kind of sold me on him, showed off some of his speed and returned to punt pretty well like a 10 or 15 yard punt return um and that then he you know you already know he's kind of like a vicious hitter it's like kind of what his reputation is um and probably a strong safety for miami he feels like he'd be really good at the like jaquan johnson ish rover spot um but i don't know if he even got a little bigger like he could be a striker or be a or he could probably be the over-the-top free safety too. So like, I, I think he's just a good addition because he can he can do a lot of different things for Miami. And as you noted, they beat Florida to get him. They pulled him out of Florida country. Oh, and, that, uh, yeah. That now Florida to... class is better than Miami's. Like it's deeper, but um, Miami. I I list I tweeted this out earlier. I, every four and five star recruit from the state where they wound up, eight from Florida went to Florida. Eight from Florida went to Miami. They were tied. Interesting. So. And do you remember? So Miami still has its pull. Do you remember, I don't think if it, was it this year? It might have been last year. Maybe it was on signing day. Maybe it was a year ago. It's a time, go, so much happens. Where Miami, where they, right when we were sitting there in the press conference, mm-hmm. they announced some transfers. I think it was I think this it was year. last year, right? Wasn't it or Trayvon it was, Hill? I think it was yeah, Trayvon Hill. Yeah, it was Trayvon Hill. Yeah. But I think it's, I was thinking about this, and I think it's kind of interesting that, um, that they had, like so, Miami had to know. He, obviously, yeah, that's why they waited for one. They waited till the, they waited for their press conference to be at one, and the kid announced at twelve thirty. It's just like last year, the, the big split. Manny, Manny still has yeah. that in him, right? Well, they the knew they had to. They knew right they had before. to hold it for at you know because I guess they didn't. I don't think they knew until earlier today. Maybe if Manny was lying to us, I, I think at the earliest they knew last night. Um, right. So they scheduled this. Knowing that he was going to make his decision by 12.30, but not necessarily knowing he was going to choose Miami at 12.30. So, I don't yeah. think he had this grandmaster plan, but uh, it certainly worked out well for Manny, and he keeps winning the offseason, even when the yeah, regular really seasons good. don't go very well. 
All right. Anything uh, else you want to no. get to before we uh, no, wrap do you up? Think maybe there won't be any news for next. We have the Miami Marathon coming yeah. up, guys. <laughs> Um, I don't so. know. I mean, they could always fill that last spot, right? And they'll officially yeah. announce a wide receivers coach at some point. Oh, yeah, they will. But, but other than that, it should be uh, quiet. Than, is there wood? I think this table is at least <laughs> it's fake wood. I think it's fake, yeah. Um, anything you want to plug before we finish up? Like you said, you got Miami Marathon this weekend. Oh, yeah. I did a great story that ran today on a, on a woman who runs barefoot. Um, I mean, just... Okay, you go out to get your mail on that crappy gravel sidewalk or whatever the hell it is, mm-hmm. and you and you you kill your feet, right? You go barefoot, and it's hot. She she has run four full marathons, twenty six point two miles, with no shoes on at all. Okay, on Miami streets. All right, but she's running the half marathon, yeah. and uh, read that story. Yeah, check that out. Um, yeah. You can follow Susan on Twitter, at S. Miller Degnan. Um, we've also obviously got a lot of stuff from National Signing Day today, so if you missed yes, out we on we have, whatever, just We have Barry Jackson, David Wilson, Susan Miller Degnan, Greg and Cody. Greg Cody. Yeah. Um, well represented. I am on Twitter, at DB Wilson 2 um, I will also be covering the Miami Marathon on Sunday, although I'm not yes. running anything ahead of and time. David, but David doesn't. I'm, I'm waking up at 3 p.m. 3 a.m., excuse me, 3 a.m. I'll, I'll be closer to 4 a.m. Um, no, you're going to get up a little <laughs> earlier. <laughs> um, as for what I was working on, I was kind of busy with Super Bowl stuff all last week. Um, you can read a story I wrote about Prince and the oh, Super Bowl yeah. halftime show. Uh, yeah. A lot of people like that one. That um, was good. Or if you're into like kind of the feel-good story, I wrote about uh, Rashad Fenton, uh Mm-hmm. Uh, Carroll City grad who used grew up uh, when he was at Norland. They always had to volunteer at the the concession stands at Hard Rock good. Stadium. That did and, very well. That and story. he wound up uh, winning the Super Bowl there over the weekend. And I wrote about a guy named Patrick Mahomes. You ever yeah, hear about him? You might have heard of him. He's pretty good. Um, <laughs> and he's from Texas, also like so many of the other people on this Miami offense now. Um, but I think we can wrap yeah. it up there. Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll come back. For one next week, we're going to play it by ear. There will always be something. Maybe the winner of the marathon will be from the U. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) Um, Other than that, though, we've got a couple weeks until spring practices kick off. So we'll kind of come back sporadically for podcasts probably between now and then. Um, Basically, as news requires it or if we have something we want to talk about. By the way, David, we should tell people that a lot of people, it sounded like it to me, are going to miss spring practice. Oh with yeah, injuries. we didn't get to that. We didn't. Well, I tweeted I, out the whole list. A lot of them, but them but just the ones that concern. Well, they all concern me. But the Brevin Jordan one is yeah, kind of quizzical. Unless he just had surgery or something. Did yeah. he say say he, he didn't, didn't? But he has, he mentioned there was that same. I assume foot, the same foot, foot injury right? that the kept him is, out for the last couple of games. Yeah, of might, maybe he had. I, I don't know. I don't want to. So it's, it's just that it just seems. It's Don Chaney, uh, who we knew about. He's got a arm. Running back. New running yeah, back. new running back. Okay. Uh, Navon Donaldson. Um, Brevin Jordan. Offensive lineman. Brevin Jordan, who's got that foot. Michael Redding, another newcomer, wide receiver. Um, what did he say about him? Do you remember? I want to say arm, but there were okay. so many coming Shoulder, so fast. I, I think know. I think Barry Jackson's story has it all. Um, Tyreek Austin Cave, linebacker. Sam Brooks Jr., linebacker. Oh, yeah. Corey That's Flagg Jr., linebacker. Bradley Jennings, linebacker. You know what? This is like last year, remember? Going yeah. to see. It's going to be no a big linebackers. opportunity for Avery Huff to like really get into the mix next to Zach McLeod. 
Um, I mean, how many people are left? And then Bubba Bolden will miss the start of spring, but it sounds like he'll be back at some point during the spring. So, yeah, a lot of injuries, but it's spring, so whatever. Well. You'd like some of those linebackers to be around. Yeah, it would be. Would, and you'd like the wide, the offensive be, guys to the be around ACC with the new system. The ACC media days is going to be just like last year, asking about, uh, Hey, you know. what's up with Bradley Jennings? Which was yeah, the exact Bradley question Jennings. you asked last year. That's right. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, Zach McLeod. I think we're rambling now, so uh, let's finish up. Uh, thanks, as always, for listening, though, everyone. And uh, we'll uh, talk to you when we talk to you. See you after the marathon.